0: First up on Opportunity Detroit, something we probably take for granted and don't really think about a lot, but these people have been thinking about drones an awful lot, as we welcome Lisa Peterson, Vice President of Business Development, and Alice Cummings, Director of Business Development for Airspace Link. Lisa, you first. Tell me about yourself.
1: Here today is also with me, Alice Cummings from our team, and she handles our industry relationships. Excellent. Hi, my name is
2: Alice Cummings, and I handle our private partnerships with Airspace Link, uh, mostly our drone partners and our logistics operators and other people that are in the space for transportation and logistics. And I'm excited to be here with you guys. We are excited to talk about women in drones and our backgrounds. Um. A uh, male-dominated
0: industry. Yeah, I, I, it's it's funny because I never even think about that, but I guess you're right. It's been a male-dominated. And Alice, you're a certified Part 107 pilot, uh, which I I didn't even know that existed or what it means. But it's all a part of this whole idea of what you folks are doing. I guess now that we know a little bit more about each of you, how about uh, more about airspace link, Lisa?
1: Okay, great. Uh, yes, yeah, so we are a Detroit-based startup, and I understand. I think Michael Helander was on your show a while ago. We've made a lot of progress since his time on the show. We've raised $10 million in a Series A from Altos Ventures and Talis, one of the world's leaders in air traffic control. Uh, we're using the funding to hire more people and expand our capabilities and reach and uh, just to recap what we do we started out with our relationship with the faa we actually actually provide a digital mapping solution for recreational drone pilots and what you just heard part 107 commercial drone pilots and uh, just to break it down so it's very simple just like drivers need to understand speed limits on roads and truck drivers may need special permits our application provides pilots information like the altitude limits that they're allowed to fly at and then when they're flying near an airport they need to have an approval from the FAA so they can use our system now to get that approval within seconds and and the real reason for that is so these drone operations can operate in harmony with manned aviation and not conflict with manned aviation and it's really opening up a lot uh, more commercial use cases we're seeing this in all types of verticals utility inspections telecommunication tower inspections construction and survey mapping and then of course transportation which uh, we might want to dig in a little bit more uh, to today And then we're also working with local, state, and governments. We realized uh, early on that they have a role to play in the safety of all of this. And again, just like drivers need local roads to get from point A to B, and they need to understand when they have to slow down near a school bus or a a playground, uh, when to stop at intersections, this is going to be the same with drones. They need to understand if they're flying over a playground or flying near a hospital with a helipad in a medevac helicopter so so we're combining federal state and local rules so drone pilots understand literally the rules of these virtual highways
0: you know it's something that most of us don't think about we just see the drones we hear about the activity Uh, they've been like a toy for television news uh, crews doing special shots and all of that but this has become so uh, valuable and important that we actually have these pilots that are being licensed and certified. And as you look into it, th- some of the things that are now coming clearly to us are the the savings, if you will, in pollution, the savings in, in CO2 emissions, among other things. You're When you're using a drone, You're not using a truck, and not that there's anything wrong with trucks, and we already know what it's like to have a shortage of truck drivers, but my point is, as we move more toward uh, drones, we move farther away from fossil fuels and problems that they bring.
1: Exactly. And then go ahead, Alice. Alice is working on a project right in michigan right now and we were recently awarded a grant fund from the office of future of mobility and electrification and it does entail the deployment of what we call our new digital infrastructure to really allow these operations to scale and do exactly what you're saying paul take congestion off the road so alice i'll hand it over to you to share more and thank you yeah you're exactly
2: right paul and, and of course lisa thanks for uh that introduction but Part of our mission is really to look at the amount of traffic that's on our roads today with the industry and learn if there's more than, you know, 50% of our traffic that needs to, that's really carrying cargo-only movement, cargo-only deliveries, so like groceries or medical items, but something that wouldn't involve a passenger. And can we move some of that into the air and reduce that traffic, some of the traffic jams and potentially those CO2 emissions in our world? So we feel that there's a lot of use cases that fit that model and just like lisa was saying we we're awarded a grant in michigan recently for the future of mobility and electrification which is really to stand up a drone delivery network for medical items in southeast michigan in order to see if we can move packages small medical packages and items between healthcare care facilities uh, to start to reduce some of those ground courier transport routes that are running routinely for blood deliveries or lab specimen deliveries or, or other items that are essential for transplant or surgery and move them off of the road and into the air. So we have, if we, um, in Michigan, we also started over a couple months ago, over the summer, we, we did an early event at the Lakes of Taylor golf course where we set up demonstrations um, that were happening at the golf course during the course of the day uh, to deliver things like Gatorades and snacks and completely different use case, completely different scenario. Um, but at the end of the day, they were delivering to a special mailbox, a special customized drone mailbox to for these Gatorades and these snacks. And the purpose of this was to serve conveniences to the golf course uh, members and the players without dropping directly onto the course or having to disrupt their game. So you're seeing... You're seeing demonstrations of drones being used in society for uh, all sorts of different things from golf course deliveries all the way up to medical. But this is happening in southeast Michigan as we speak, and it's a exciting time for the industry to see that type of change.
0: It is exciting. Uh, Lisa Peterson with us, vice president of business development. Alice Cummings, director of business development, Airspace Link. W- what would you say would be your most exciting projects that you're working on now in <laughs> in the detroit area
1: well i think Alice definitely just named a few uh but what we're looking for is really this next challenge that we're out to solve and it's this new um digital and physical infrastructure that allow for traffic management of the these lower altitude uh drone applications and they work on AI. There's no human in the loop. This is all autonomous. So we're working in partnership with the FAA industry and state and local governments to look at new ways to view this as infrastructure, especially as the Biden infrastructure <laughs> bill uh, is is being um, negotiated right would, now. Would this, would this
0: be considered a part of that infrastructure in the in the infrastructure bill making its way struggling its way through congress.
1: <laughs> so it's it's really fuzzy right now because we're talking about something along the lines of micro mobility but it's in the air and traditionally FAA has played a role with manned aviation and the state and local departments of transportation focused on the ground. And so this is somewhere in between that. And so if we can start to think of these as actually helping Uh, the DOTs locally meet their metrics of congestion reduction and CO2 emission reduction and serving underserved neighborhoods, equity, Uh, we can look at how the DOTs would want to get involved in something like this because they're really offloading. They're helping their own metrics, their own performance metrics. And then the FAA is looking at this as a potentially rejuvenation of uh, local and regional airports even when we think about things like advanced air mobility and the bigger aircraft that are coming that will be drones and they will be autonomous one day eventually moving people
0: you know I, I would say Lisa and Alice for the average person this is kind of snuck up on us you clearly have been working on it for a long time as a lot of people have been but we have just get we're just getting over the novelty of drones but you guys jumped into this uh, fully. What made you do that? First, you, Lisa.
1: Well, what we like to look at is trends in the industry. So all of a sudden, ride share came about and scooters came about and car share programs came about. That changed the way everybody moved around. And and also with the rise in e-commerce and Amazon it's also changed the way we are getting our goods and services delivered. So we, we forecasted, we looked at the past trends, and we saw, well, this is going to happen again all over with drones. Very different arena, though. It is highly regulated by the FAA right now. So there's just a lot of um, new things we can l- take lessons learned from the past, having looked at these types of transportation technology trends and try to apply them to the future, but it is a little bit uncertain right now. Um, We uh, are writing the playbook as we go along and we're getting better at it all the time. In the state of North Dakota, we're working on the rollout of what's called a beyond visual line of sight operational infrastructure. And the state has funded this program. And the goal is to achieve the goals that we said. They're more rural, they're not as congested obviously, but they have not great road infrastructure. So, getting medical supplies and pharmaceuticals to people uh, in an easier way than using our
0: roads. Well, I'll tell you, you've proven to us on Opportunity Detroit uh, this day that it's more than the, it's it's on the edge of it, but beyond the wild wild west of of this uh, this industry, if you will, with Airspace Link and doing a great job to, to the point, Alice, where. You even became a certified Part 107 pilot. I still don't know what Part 107 pilot means, but I'm still going to congratulate you for achieving that. And, uh, and I'm going to thank you both for being here to talk about it, an opportunity to try Lisa Peterson, Vice President of Business Development, and Alice Cummings, Director of Business Development for Airspace Link. It's just the beginning, but you guys have been in it for a while, and we appreciate you sharing the information with us.
1: Thank you very much, Paul, for the opportunity to be on your show. And we actually have three women pilots now, including myself.
0: (laughs) Beautiful. Excellent. As we continue on Opportunity Detroit.